In this episode, I'll talk about why being organized is critical to achieving the focus you need in your business so you can get stuff done. If you are a solopreneur and want growing your business to be easier, welcome to the Simplify and Multiply Show, hosted by award-winning creative, business development expert, and tactical coach, Terry Pappy. The Simplify and Multiply Show promises to become your practical, tactical, and motivational guide to succeeding as a solopreneur. Hey there, Solo. I'm Terry Pappy, and I created Simplify and Multiply to provide you a place where you can discover how to make your business more profitable. I'm going to do this by helping you remove the complexity from marketing and business development. So if that sounds good to you, listen in. Does the idea of being organized stress you out? You know, what solos struggle with when it comes to being organized is that it becomes yet another thing you got to get done. And there's a lot to think about and manage when you're running a business on your own, even if you have a small team to delegate things to. So in this episode, what I want to cover is how being organized, and when I say organized, I mean your level of organized. Everybody has a different parameter when it comes to being organized, but When you actually bring organization into your business, you will realize that you can get so much more done. And sometimes it's as simple as just having a planner or having a way to work through a list of to-dos where you're doing something as a routine every day as opposed to just what I call pantsing it, where you're basically flying by the seat of your pants. Now, of course, there's always going to be situations where you find yourself Uh, having to react to a client request or something maybe didn't get done on time or something happened that pulled you aside that you had to deal with and react to in the moment. That's life and that is life in business as well. So we're always going to find opportunities that we're going to get pulled away and come off of our quote unquote organized plan for the day. So what I really want to do is actually just give you some coaching around what organization can actually do for your focus. Now, what opens up in your business and life when you can clearly focus? When we run a business on our own, we're easily distracted by squirrels and shiny objects. I mean, look how easy it is to get sucked into the vortex of social media. I can't tell you, it's like every time I go on Facebook or LinkedIn or Instagram, it's just like, I feel like there should be some Jeopardy music playing in the background, you know, it's like looking at everything going, oh, what's Marcy doing there? And on LinkedIn, you may say, oh, Gary Vaynerchuk's got a new video. Oh, I just got to watch that. I mean, every time I get in front of the computer, I'm easily dazzled by content. I'm curious. I want to learn. I want to feel inspired. And the next thing I know, it's an hour or two later, and I'm not getting what I need to get done, done. So it's just one of the things that we have to step back and take a look at what opens up in your business and life when you can clearly focus. So using organization as a way to create space so you can focus is really critical. I can remember when I worked at Marriott 
and it was like Cube City. There was this, the whole floor we were on was just nothing but mid-rise cubes all the way around. So when you were sitting at your desk, you couldn't see anybody else. You basically were just looking at your computer screen or, or your cube walls, but you could hear people, right? And then as soon as you stood up, well, it was like little, what do they call them? Meerkats <laughs> coming up, looking around and everything like that Geico commercial. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. And and then you could get engaged and distracted and whatnot. So having a setting where I was in a cube, I found myself constantly being distracted by noises or someone just kind of coming around the corner asking me to do something because it was an open office type of a setting, even though there were cube walls. And I found that there was this one point where I really needed to concentrate. And so I would put a little sign on my cube saying, you know, this is like concentration time. And I put my headset on and just sit and work. And I would really get a lot of things done because I could actually give myself space to get that work done. And it was so freeing because when I was able to do that and I gave myself permission to do that, and of course we all communicated as a team that that's what, if you needed concentration time, you could just put a little sign up that said, I'm focused <laughs> and I needed to get stuff done. People would respect that. When I look at being organized, you know, Everybody has a different tolerance for organization. Some people's organized messes are their way of being organized. Like, I'm going to leave the dishes in the sink, I'm going to deal with it tomorrow. And that's actually a form of organization where you're actually saying, I'm going to put a pin in this and deal with it tomorrow. I've even done that myself. But at my core, I am an organizational freak. I am the first person to confess that organization makes me happy. And if things are out of order, I get anxious. And depending on the situation, it could be one thing or another. But I really think for me, it's a control thing. I love being organized in everything from the way my house is to the way my car is, you know, so I want to be able to find things fast. I want to be able to know where stuff is and not have it out and be kind of a distraction. And what I love to do is I actually love to organize things. So, uh, and that, you know, that also comes in with cleaning. Like sometimes I'll get, you know, wild hair and I'll be like, oh, I want to clean my closet out. And so I'll go through and I'll clean my closet out. I'll make Goodwill bags and all that stuff. And I feel so good when I've done that because I've done a purge, I've organized stuff. I've kind of gone through and, and, you know, seen, okay, I use these things and these things I don't. So they got to go, um, you know, in the Goodwill or donate them or whatever, give them to a friend. And I love to have things have their place and to organize things. Now, I'm not talking about like, you know, sleeping with the enemy organized, you know, where every can has to have, the, you know, its labels facing exactly the same way, you know, down to a micrometer. But, you know, where I know things are and they look orderly. And, you know, like I said, if I don't use things, they go to Goodwill. You know, it's so funny, too, because I've often found myself without something only to realize that I gave it to Goodwill, like, the prior year. And I end up going out and buying the same thing all over again. Like, why did I give that to Goodwill? Just because I wasn't using it then didn't mean that I would never use it again. So I kind of have, <laughs> I laugh at myself because I do these stupid things where I'm like, okay, I'm not using it. I got to get rid of it. You know, it's my way of, you know, just kind of staying organized and keeping things simple. And if you listen to my introductory Simplify and Multiply episode, you know how I like to keep things simple. I'm not a clutter freak or a hoarder. I'm actually the total opposite. 
and I get by with the minimal amount of stuff I need to get the job done. So that's just kind of like a little glimpse into my <laughs> my crazy world. But it works for me because I love just having things in their place and putting things away, you know, just even if it's things you don't use every day, like I'm sure that if you've seen my videos on LinkedIn, I just sit at my desk and I've got my bookshelf behind me and everything has its place. I know where exactly everything is, but every now and again, I go through and I maybe go through some books that I've read several times and I'm like, you know what? I think I'm ready to donate these to the library. And I'll go through and I'll get rid of some because what that does for me is that gives me room for new things. And that's kind of how I look at it. And so for me, when I'm organized, I can much more easily focus on things. So if you know what's going on, where things are, what order they should be in, it's so much easier to focus. And when you focus, you get stuff done. I mean, when's the last time when you really had a block of time where you could sit down and either write or, you know, work on a project for a client or maybe even look at your business strategy for the upcoming year and what you want for your vision. And you have that time where you can just really use your creative uh, juices and just listen to that inner voice and just really develop something that's powerful. You know, bring your gifts and talents to the surface and bring those there where you can actually access them and create something amazing. Being organized is also defined by your parameters. So like I said earlier, you don't have to be extreme about it. Just so it makes you calm enough so you can focus and you get that block of time. If just setting appointments for yourself on your calendar is helpful, do that. I often block time off when I know I need to focus on specific creative projects and that way I don't have any other interferences. So like for example, on my website, I have a couple different calendars that I have clients or prospects use when they want to book time with me. Well, those calendars actually sync with my overall calendar, like my Google calendar. And whenever I block something out, if I want to have some focus time or work on a specific project, that time won't will show that it's unavailable. So someone won't come in and actually book some time with me. So it works really well. And I know that that, you know, three or five or even eight hour period I'm going to be able to focus on a project or getting some work done for my client or some business development work that I need to do. It's really helpful. So consider doing that as one way to give yourself that block of time. When I do block that time off, I can get so much more done. And, you know, it's kind of like the same as mentally closing a window to traffic noise so you can have some peace and just get that focus. Terry will be right back with the rest of the show in just a moment. One of the things I hear from solopreneurs is that they sometimes feel a bit disconnected by the sheer nature of their work. What they long for is peer-to-peer -peer camaraderie, support, and the sharing of ideas with other solopreneurs. I know it can be a bit lonely when you're working from your home office or traveling by yourself serving your clients. When I created Simplify and Multiply, I wanted to change that. I wanted to create a place where solos could gather, share ideas, as well as challenges with others who understand 
what it's like to be a solopreneur? Well, that's what you'll find at the Simplify and Multiply Peer Club. Although it's free to be part of the peer club, you do need to be a solopreneur to join. Head over to simplifyandmultiply.com and learn more about this community and how it will benefit your soul as well as your business. Again, that's simplifyandmultiply.com to learn more. Another thing you can do is if you're not using a planner, get one. For me, I love the Franklin planner. It's something I've used for probably 20, if not more years. And I love it. It's one of the easiest planners to customize to how you want to get things done. And you know, for me, having the next day planned out and organized allows me to actually sleep better. So sometimes I have a ritual where I'll just grab my Franklin and I'll open it up to either the next day or the next week. And I'll actually just mark Mark off, okay, this is what I want to focus on tomorrow at this time. This is what I want to focus on at this time. I've got an appointment here. And I end up just kind of like planning out the day, not to, you know, the excruciating detail like every minute, but like blocks of time, like this block, I'm going to focus on this, this block, I'm going to focus on that. And just knowing that I've kind of planned it out and I know where I'm going, just like having a map to a destination, you know exactly that that day is organized and you're ready to go. You're ready to take it on. So that's one of the things that you can actually use if you're not using that already. Allowing yourself the space to focus allows your mind to clear so you can access more of that inner voice, that inner talent that makes you you and that brings that special something to the surface. But when you've got all kinds of things gnawing at you, it's really hard to actually allow that voice, that inner guidance to actually come through. And what you're, it's almost like a working meditation where you're actually just giving yourself space to open that up and allow your best work to come to the surface. So for this particular episode, I have an actionable for you. And what I'd like for you to do is to take out a journal or a piece of paper, whatever, or your planner, and make a list of the general things you do in your business in any given day. So for me, it breaks down into like, let's say, for example, prospecting, marketing. Uh, So that's like creating materials that I use for my own marketing, like shooting a video or recording this podcast, for example, Uh, coaching clients. That's where I'm actually working one-on-one with uh, a client on a particular project, developing client strategies. That's where I'm actually, you know, doing the strategic work that I do for my clients and creative direction to my team. So I've got a team that help me execute a lot of the creative work that I do, you know, whether it's designing websites, writing copy, various different things that I have my team working on. And when I pants it, as I said before, fly by the seat of my pants, I find I'm so much less productive than when I'm organized with the time in my day. So once you've itemized the things you do in your business on any given day, See how you can organize it, group things together. You want to delegate where you can to your team or to an automated system. So if you don't have a team, if it's just you, what can you do? Like, let's say, for example, one of the things that I recommend my clients do is obviously it's important to be posting regular on social media. Well, if you're doing it throughout the day by hand, manually going in and doing a post, 
there's nothing wrong with that, but it does break up your day and it does serve as a distraction. It's one thing to actually read an article and say, oh, I'd really like to share this and just share it in that moment you're reading the article. And it's another to be in the middle of doing a project and say, oh, I, I got to post something. In that case, choose a system, whether it's free, something like Buffer or something that's paid. What I started using is SmarterQ and I love it because I can actually plan out a lot of my social posting in advance. And then anything that happens in the moment is like bonus. So I can actually just add that as a bonus. I actually delegate that time to that tool and it actually posts for me. So I'm saving so much time. Another thing that I do is instead of writing out blog posts, I actually delegate that to my copywriters on my team and they take that off my plate. So that way I can focus on the things where I bring the most value. And so delegating is really, really important. And you know, I had the hardest time. I'm actually going to do a podcast on delegating because one of the things that I found that solopreneurs really struggle with is what do they delegate? What do they automate? And what do they keep on their own plate? So they can be most productive and make the most amount of money. Because obviously, if you're hiring people on your team, that's taking money out of your pocket. And so that's something that you want to consider very carefully. I'm going to be talking a lot about that kind of thing. But when it comes to organizing yourself, see on that list what you can delegate to a team member or to an automated system. And then the last part is, what can you actually delete? What are you doing during your day or that you find yourself being distracted by that you can just stop doing altogether? If it doesn't feed your soul, if it doesn't feed your business or support your goals, then you need to just stop doing it. And I'll raise my hand right now and say, my thing is I get sucked into social media. <laughs> I end up spending so much time just reading other people's content. And so much of it is just noise. And it's so easy to get, you know, it's like driving down the road and you see all these cars on the other side of the road that are braking and stuff because there's some, you know, somebody got pulled over for a speeding ticket and you're like, oh, what's going on? What's going on? That whole rubbernecking thing, right? Everybody slows down. That's what it's like with social media. It's like, what's going on here? What am I missing? <laughs> that fear of missing out, right? So take that list and see if you can consolidate similar things together, delegate where you can to your team or to an automated system, and then delete things that don't feed your soul or your business. And I bet you that you will find that just going through that exercise, you will actually see how much of your day is really wasted. And open up time by being organized, by doing those three things with that list, even if it's just one thing, even if it's just limiting your social media time. That's what I'm trying to do is just like stop. As soon as I go onto social media, I'm like, I set a timer for like five minutes. And then when that timer goes off, I'm done. <laughs> and it's actually working um, because I, I just lose all track of time when I start getting entertained by what's on the screen. So another thing you can do is, is Look at your day when you're feeling your most creative or when you're feeling your most desire to like be productive. So for example, I'm most creative early in the morning. I have a morning ritual that after I shower, I go into my Zen room, which is just one of my extra bedrooms on the third floor of my home. And the view is beautiful. It looks straight out east. 
And I love starting my days this way because I can watch the sun come up. And because I live close to the Florida coast, I'm about four miles from the beach, I can actually see all of the beautiful clouds that are over the ocean. And every single morning, it's a different sunrise. And it's so beautiful. And I feel so appreciative of where I get to live and work and the things that I get to do. And it's a very creative time for me in the morning. So I'll sit in that room, I'll have my coffee or my tea, and I'll be listening to some nice chill music, and I'll write. And I'll just sit there and I'll just write and write and write, and it's just wonderful. And if there's a particular strategy I'm noodling through for a client, I may have a clear vision for it in the morning and be able to draft it up quickly on my whiteboard. So I've got sunrise, coffee, chill music, and writing, and it's an always always a great start to my day. So if you have some type of ritual or time of the day where you feel more productive or more creative, plan and organize your day around that. So when you organize blocks of time to do the things you need to do, your ability to focus is much easier because you're not mentally juggling the list of things that are gnawing at your attention. Like, oh, I got to go to the grocery store and pick up, you know, dog food, or I have to call that, uh, you know, prospect back and, and give them an answer to the question that they were asking me about. So you'll see that your productivity will rise and you'll find it much, much easier to get stuff done and feel great about it. Well, that's it for this episode. Thank you for joining me. You know, being a solo can be incredibly rewarding when you have the right guidance, resources, and community to help drive your business vision. The great news is that's exactly what you'll get with Simplify and Multiply. You've just listened to another episode of the Simplify and Multiply show with Terry Pappy. If you want to get free marketing and business development tips, templates, trainings, and more, head over to simplifyandmultiply.com and sign up. Learn how you can grow your business the easy way. That's simplifyandmultiply.com to join our growing community of amazing, talented solopreneurs out to simplify their business, multiply their income, and make a big impact in the solopreneur economy.